Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to the episode of Takes All Over the Place. Today we're talking about Drag Race UK, Canada, and soon Italia. Ah! Will Drag Race fatigue finally fell us? Not likely. We also cut the Queen content with some other fantastic media consumption, like Free Guy, me reading the script of Supernatural, Insecure, Home Sweet Home, and so much more. We hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening. That was perfect. Amazing. Oh, I watched a two part documentary about Brittany Murphy last night. Um, we can't be recording this and talking. Okay, there we go. Let's what start. I watch doesn't matter for the podcast. It does matter. It does I matter. was going to watch it, so you need to start. I didn't know if I should watch it or not. Do you learn anything? Because the last one of those documentaries I watched, I learned nothing new. Yeah, no, I don't think I learned anything. It's not fair for the documentaries to not present new information when you already know all the information. I would be it surprised if on your off days. spend time with the information. Because I think like I've picked up headlines. I've felt sad. But I've never, like taken the time to really think about it or like see all the information laid out and form any opinion. So I, what I know about Brittany Murphy's death, and you can tell me fact or fiction, is uh-huh. that she died of a drug overdose. She fiction. Had fiction. What? She died of mold. No, false, false on both. She died of mold. Oh, please. I, <laughs> oh, yeah. Didn't even get, get through a sentence. <laughs> well, it was an incorrect <laughs> sentence. This is what I know. Okay. <laughs> addiction, eating disorder, abusive husband, done. Yeah, I think it's a pretty – like, that's right. Abusive husband, I think, is, like, the Trump card. <laughs> like, he took over her life, became very controlling of both her and her mother, didn't take her to the – like, she had pneumonia for days, probably weeks. Like, she needed to be seen by a doctor, and she would have been fine because she had severe anemia, like, severe, severe anemia, severe pneumonia. All of these not helped by probably – like body image issues, probably eating disorder. He had a huge prescription drug problem. He probably encouraged some of that in her. He would keep her up all the, through the night. They would like watch TV or he would like have her dress up and he would take, do these like intense photo shoots, like black swan type shit. Mm. Uh, so he just like did not encourage health in her and was, as Ann Cotta would say, a chronic prevaricator, like was a con man, liar, um, so that all, all of the stuff about him was fascinating because I never really took the time to get to know him. I assumed he was just kind of like skeezy, but no, he was like a legitimately purposeful bad dude who lied a lot and had two children that Brittany Murphy didn't know about. And he was funneling her, his, her money to like support them. Yikes. And then he dies too, right? Yeah. Like five months later. Wasn't it the mold in the household that caused the pneumonia? Could be. But like, I remember there being mold because I got very scared about mold. <laughs> there was mold, and that was Britney Spears's old house. <sighs> Scandal. You know, just layers. You know who else has COVID? <laughs> Christy Swanson. <laughs> I did see Christy Swanson. She's like, pray for me. I'm in the hospital. It's like I prayed for you to get a shot. So was it a good? It was a two part documentary. You know, it's fine. I just really liked her. I liked seeing her young. Uh, yeah, I like young seeing... people are better. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was fun like hanging out with her when she was doing Clueless and then Drop Dead Gorgeous and like hanging out with Kristen Dunst and Peter's and, gay like, dad. She's gay! So happy. <laughs> and then Hollywood got her because like being a young starlet who wasn't blonde and thin in the early aughts was, I think, hell. So she became blonde and thin. And I don't know. I think it just really shitty circumstances. It wasn't a feel-good movie, <laughs> but it did make me want to watch Eight Mile again. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen Eight Mile. You never seen Eight Mile? Whoa. You it's better lose yourself in the music, in the, music the, moment the moment you own it. You want it. You better never let it go. Oh. You only get one shot. <laughs> so I ended up on the recommendation of my sister watching um, Free Guy last night, the Ryan Reynolds movie i don't know about it his one movie okay (laughs) what's it about okay well the way i got there is because channing tatum is in it 
Okay, I've heard of him. So there, it's inside a virtual world. So there's uh, Steve from Stranger Things and Jodie Comer from Killing Eve, right? Oh, I'm in. And they're like programmers. And they okay. have had their ideas <laughs> stolen from Taika Waititi. And so inside this game, they're looking for proof that he stole their IP. And inside the game is Ryan Reynolds, who's just like, he's an NPC, like a non-playing character. Playable character, yeah. That's a real thing. I'm aware. I'm so aware I'm not. I wasn't. Um, thank you. And, and because they've created this AI that builds on itself, he starts to become self-aware. And from the reviews I've read, if you're a gamer, you're like, this is so stupid. But if you're like me and Emma, and you're like, what's an NPC? It's fantastic. <laughs> oh, my God. I loved it so much. Channing Tatum is there just making fun of himself. Ryan Reynolds, same thing. Oh, my God. It's adorable. It is a ride. Super fun. I mean, I like Ryan Reynolds. I don't know if people do or don't, but I think he is adorable. No, and I think he's great. Yeah, I liked Deadpool. He's Canadian. He's very funny. This movie, and for somebody like me who's like, please don't talk about simulation theory. I'll have a panic attack. Um, I was still okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, because it's not like life's a simulation. It's like there are simulations that can form new life. But if they are a simulation and they don't know, then how do you know we're not a simulation and we don't know? Stop it. No, okay, I get it. I get so that's it. Where the it's been explained to me. It's just like in. last time when you kept explaining like a very disgusting philosophy surrounding Grundle. <laughs> well, and I can't, that's why I like can't handle the Matrix because it's like a little too close to home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Is your home all black and green? <laughs> Is yes. it super binary? Look at my outfit. Yes. Destroy the binary, Julie. <laughs> you do look so. like a hacker from the 90s. <laughs> How is that an insult? Why are you looking at me? What does that even mean? Look away. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Look like a hacker from the 90s. I'm Basically, it means you're wearing a black hoodie for my well, contacts. It's, it's and you're in front of a computer. Well, the movie hacker, hacker starring a very smoking hot Johnny Lee Miller, who was currently married to Angelina Jolie, is a fantastic, terrible movie from the 90s. I think it's just fantastic. Oh my God. Johnny Lee Miller put him so in, cute. In even the when he was in elementary, like still, I mean, still even had some moments. he has that beautiful, he's gorgeous. I love him. I tried to rewatch train spotting cause I find him and you and we're, so we're doing a dance in class and there's a move after an MMA fighter named Colin McGregor. Connor McGregor. Connor McGregor. <laughs> if it's not formula one, she doesn't give a shit folks. I do care. care. But then I was like, Ooh, McGregor. I'm like, Let's watch you and McGregor. And then they did a rewatchables <laughs> of Train Spotting. So I rewatched that. Ooh, that movie is How very disturbing. How could you disturbing. ever rewatch that movie? So Dear God. I did a little bit of Nick Cotter fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. But Johnny Lee Miller is sick boy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Put a heroin in my arm. I'll tell you, right? Let's give it a shot. Let me yeah. swaddle you. I'll Would you rather watch you and McGregor shit in that fucking toilet or the dude from White Lotus taking a crap in that suitcase i mean both were terrible is there a secret third option <laughs> no. no okay no then i guess gouge my eyes out train spotting took me a while to recover from i saw it when things deeply affected me before i became hardened and numb and that took a while to uh to emerge from and i did i came back different the chrysalis was cold <laughs> did you watch anything fun this week Un you know surprising that you weren't expecting to be amazing no, I expected everything I watched to be amazing, and I was very pleased that I was correct. What no, I mean, I, well, I watched both the drag races, duh, Avi. Um, and then I kept watching Supernatural, although my watching is 90% just reading the synopses and then 10% watching the parts where I think could have fruity fruition, you know? <laughs> Of the homosexual varietal. Is there any gay stuff in Supernatural? They're brothers. Well, it's all subtext. Okay, no, not between them. No, it's not like twincest. Which is disgusting. That's yeah, a but new a word very to legitimate like part that. of gay porn. It's like, what category really? do you want? Do you want groups? Do you want condom free? Do you want twincest? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. Ben that made you so sad. <laughs> So back to Supernatural. So yeah, I mean, it's still, I find it engaging. I just don't like those, we've got a new monster every week type thing. Because um, the only one who did that well was Buffy, because it wasn't about the monster. I'm sorry, Freak of the Week was fantastic on Smallville, so don't even start. Well, I like Smallville when I initially Somebody watched it. Somebody save me! Uh, the Freak of the Week in Smallville, I remember it so much more fondly than when I rewatched it relatively recently, and I was just like, oh my god, what? 
Like, we get it. There's a new one every single time. I just want the story to progress with the people I actually care about. But when you watched it every week on WB, it was, you know, showcase television. WB. <laughs> Very influenced by songs, obviously. Well, and anthropomorphic frogs with top hats. <laughs> if only we'd known back then that Allison Mack, I felt so bad for her, right? Because she was always like the not cute one and no one ever she wanted her. She was super cute. But yeah, in the nope. show. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Keith Raniere wanted her, so oh. bye. <laughs> but yeah, then she turned out to be an absolute asshole. And by asshole, I mean cult leader. Yikes. So Supernatural is moving on. She's in jail. Okay. Supernatural is moving on. Yeah. No, I, episode by episode. The story. It, she's moving. Uh, but it's still good. And then I did start rewatching Buffy. And it does hold up. And you should watch it. <laughs> did you see she wears that clip right here and her hair doesn't, it doesn't matter. All of those styles have already come back thrice <laughs> over by this time. Although, have you heard all of the very important literary reviewed thought pieces on the rise of the low rise genes and how those are coming back and how everyone's traumatized by the very thought of that happening. What are your viewpoints? I don't give a fuck what anyone says. I didn't wear skinny jeans. I don't wear low rise jeans. I didn't wear mom jeans. My body is a built for a boot cut. So I wear a boot cut. <laughs> <laughs> if I wear jeans at all and they better have a hell of a lot of stretch in them. So I don't give a crap. That is nice. Denim in our day didn't stretch a lot. No, in your day. Shut up. <laughs> and you don't know what a real what pair of Levi's feels like. I do know what a pair of Levi's feels like. No. I've been with men not. who have worn them, and I've <laughs> taken them off. There's a song that says, let your jeans touch you while you're dancing. You're like, ew. Is that when Denise Richards, as an eight-year-old, was selling jeans? No, this is J-Lo. No, her. But, but she can do what she wants. You don't want anyone else touching you while you're dancing. True. Oh my God. It's a sign of uh, respect and consent. Female empowerment, body positivity. <laughs> I think it means she's fucking her pants. I don't like it. <laughs> it's got a built in vibrator. Yes. I, don't, I don't enjoy I'm a, I'm a no. No mas por favor. Um, I did end up watching the next episode of my um, Home Sweet Home, the Ava DuVernay executive produced families trading spaces. This time it was an all-white Mormon family and a black Jewish Mexican family. I have so many prejudices. So many layers. <laughs> you have so many prejudices? As soon as I saw those cream cheese people, I was like, and we are out. <laughs> they ended up being fine. They were much more open-minded than I would have given them credit for. What? Because <laughs> you gave them no credit. Zero. <laughs> when I was growing up, I thought all Mormons were gay. And hear me out, because every time there was a Mormon who was on like a reality TV show, whether it be real world road rules survivor, they were all homosexual. And I was like, is this like a pipeline? Does like Mormon like code? Is it like when Danny from real world explained that the rainbow meant gay? Oh my God, he so was much. so hot. I loved Danny. He was amazing. Yeah. It was very eye opening. I was like, all rainbows are gay. I must only like black. <laughs> black is a male color. Julie was a Mormon, right? Uh-huh. Are you and speaking about yourself in third person? No, the Julie from what, Walla Walla, Washington. Yeah, with the blonde hair who ended up on the challenge for years. Not cool Julie from New York. And cool Julie from this podcast. <laughs> yes, I am not a Mormon. But God you are cool. You. Hey, babe. So once again, though, they are super religious and have all these traditions. And the black Jewish Mexican family, the parents are agnostic. The son wants to be Jewish and believes in God. And they live in this like super creative household, of course. And then the, I was going to say the white people, the Mormon dad is like, your house is so creative. We should be more creative. And so they have to go to improv Aww. class and they actually really like it. And they meet uh, the guy's mom who does a podcast with them about, and they, she discusses race as a construct and you get to watch their brains explode. It's great. <laughs> it was awesome. I mean, the show is B minus, but in the pandemic, it's an A plus because it's just like, okay, everything's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. Nothing bad is going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to ride or die with this. Love it. And then I watched all of uh, Colin Kaepernick in black and white. Oh, oh is that good? It is good. I think it's um, not as challenging as I wanted it to be, but I don't know who I think is watching it, right? Mm -hmm. 
Um, but it's the kid who's in it is amazing. Colin Kaepernick does like narration in it. So you get to see him now talking. Um, and they're really nice about, I mean, he's just, you just, so at one point they keep going to hotels on tournaments and in every situation, he's the only black person there and he's adopted by white parents and they are clueless. Um, so you're just watching microaggression after microaggression and then, you know, active aggression and you're like, oh my God, how many more of these hotels are we going to have to go to? And then you're like, he had to live this, shut up and watch it. You <laughs> dork. <laughs> but you know what I mean? You're just like, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. And like his parents are like, they just think it's because you have a mustache. And he's like, no, no. <laughs> and then they keep getting in elevators and it's just them and him and he's really tall. And like another white person will be like, are you guys okay? And they're like, yeah, we're great. Thanks. But they never, like, the light bulb never comes on for them. Oh, so oh my God. rude. But guess who plays his white parents? Who? Good question. Mary Louise Parker. <laughs> I couldn't remember for a second. Mary Louise Parker with blonde hair and Nick Offerman. What? So it's weird. so weird. What is happening on this day? And I would never expect Nick Offerman and Mary Louise Parker to even coexist on the same plane. No, and we end with him going away to college. So we only even make it to college. So, is there going to be a part two series? I don't know. I hope so because you're like, well, this is all cool moving forward. But like, we don't get anywhere near what's going on now. He references it in the present and then we go back and watch. But you're like, oh, I need even more. Mm -hmm. So that's a good feeling, right? Like I wish there was more to the story, six more episodes. On the IMDb ratings, it was like rated a zero, you know, or one before what? it even started. Yeah, it's because of oh racism. My God. And you're just like, Jesus you know what? Christ. Really, people have nothing better to do than like, Bash this before it even starts. Anyway, recommend. But Insecure was even better. So if you have not seen all the seasons of Insecure, what have you been doing with yourself? Well, it's been a very trying year. Well, it's been on for like five years. It's so it's good. It's been a hard decade. If you want a show that has heart and strong female friendships and, you know, like that shrill sort of like I'm not always making the best choices but I'm still totally lovable... Then add onto that an amazing soundtrack. Add onto that the most amazing fashion. You're just like, <laughs> obviously this show has me written all over it. Give me, I haven't brushed my more. hair. Give me more. I haven't give even changed me, my give shirt. Me more. I love these fallible heroes, and you're just like, they're not. Per and in this episode, she's not perfect. She can't win. She tries to, and you're just like, ooh, oh, uh, mm, mm. you're like cringing. You're like, no, Lisa. Oh crap. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. So. Figuring out, they're moving through the bumps. It's Nick, have you watched the show ever? I've seen some gifts. So um, I don't know why I haven't watched the show because I do love Issa Rae from her performance in sketch comedy shows and as a presenter on award shows. Uh, but I've never watched. Well, she yes. and her best friend have had a big falling out, and it's been a long time, but they all go to their Stanford reunion and they run into this girl that they're like, oh, we hate her, right? But then they're like, hey, good to see you, girl, whatever. So then they're hanging out with her the whole time. Then they're getting out of this car to get gas and they get held at gunpoint. And this guy's like, give me your shoes, give me your watches. And they're like, what, what the fuck? And then he says the girl's name. So she's obviously on it. She's like, sorry, give me those shoes. And then Easter is like, what about my shoes? She's like, girl, I don't want those shoes. But it, it's so unexpected. It's so smart. Everyone's so gorgeous. You're just like, oh. Did you see Mindy Kaling, Mindy Kaling dress up as uh, five female comedians, actresses for Halloween? No. So she did Issa Rae and then also Amber Ruffin and Ali Wong and Jennifer, not Jennifer, Julia Louis-Dreyfus and then Reese Witherspoon. It was very cute because it was a major love fest on Instagram when everyone was like, oh my God, you did me. Oh my God, you did me. Oh my God, you did them. Am I the only person who finds her Instagram sad? <laughs> my God. No, I mean, I maybe. Why do you find it sad? Because she has kids, but she doesn't show them, and we don't know so, who the dad is, and so? all she ever wants is to fall in love and be a rom-com star, and she's all alone for now. And she's not alone; she's got kids. Thank you, Emma. Yeah, and she's got friends—very high-caliber friends. This is you obviously a prejudice of mine. If I'm the only one that sees it and thinks, "Oh, sad." I'm sure you're not the only person. There's a lot of people in the world, but facts. I don't personally share that viewpoint. Thank you. I'm here to spit facts and rhymes. Give me Bars. a beat. <laughs> Give me the, yeah. Oh yeah. On the home sweet home show, the 
father of the family of color is a professional beatboxer. And they ask him at dinner, what does that mean? I'm also curious. Uh, somebody who gets paid to lay down beats. I know, but like in what? Like in a recording studio session? Yes, professional means gets paid. No, I... <laughs> Thank you for explaining words. Mormon I Nick. I appreciate it. No, but I'm just wondering like in what context does like... So like in studio sessions for like commercials, for music, for things like that? I'm going to guess for music. Okay. I'm a very inquisitive person. <laughs> I've never thought that. I have an unquenchable <laughs> thirst for knowledge. Not once have I thought, boy, thanks for asking those follow-up questions, Nick. Nope. <laughs> I feel like we got so meta with the sarcasm here that I can't tell whether you're not being serious, and now we're on Facebook's new rebrand meta. That was your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. But Facebook is still Facebook, just the overarching umbrella company is meta, right? Yeah, it's just like they just need to overhaul the entire system. Just like USA Gymnastics. They need to just start anew. Or in Facebook, just destroy it. But isn't the truth that we just need to stop using it? I mean, in mass, yeah. Yes. We would need to stop using it. Yeah. But you like can do Facebook whatever is also want. Instagram, yeah. That's why everyone's like, I quit my Facebook and then they're posting on Instagram and it's like, you kind of have to quit both if you want to. I feel like Instagram only targets ads at me. If one more person sends me like athletic greens, I'm just like, thanks anyway. All I get what are so athletic as, greens? Just it's green like a colored powder. athletic wear? No, it's a powder that you drink in the morning. Oh, of food. <laughs> it's like you're wearing your best greens tonight. You're going to no. paint the town green. All I get are athletic kale greens. everywhere. Like you just don't care. And like a um, SI joint reliever. That's all I get. I don't get anything like you should join QAnon. I just get like you should buy this powder. I'm not sure why my constant looking at dogs in costumes makes you think that I need to eat like a food supplement, but okay. Sounds great. But there is this dog that I love <laughs> who died. They said he had a heart attack while he was swimming, but they haven't found the body. You're like, what? What? Exactly. Oh, my God. The confluence of your two favorite things. Murder mystery. <laughs> conspiracy theory. <laughs> I dogs. don't think they killed him, but I just, how do you but know he had a heart attack? Him? And how far away was he? They, they gave us nothing. What is the truth? I How do they know they're around the yeah, Sappy Darrier who died in England, in Australia? And today, three days later, there's a diver going to look for him. What took so long? Don't dead bodies float? Mm. Not if they get caught underneath the surface, or if they're so waterlogged that they submerge. If you saw your dog have a heart attack and die in front of you, wouldn't you like see it float away or something? I don't understand so what? much about that. It's also Australia. It could have been a crocodile. Alligator? Do they've got? They have both. They have everything. They are the ones that said he had a heart attack. How do they know he had a heart attack if they haven't even done an autopsy? Once again, this is our next podcast. What the fuck happened to this goddamn dog? The only murders in the building become <laughs> <laughs> all dogs go to heaven, but their oh, yeah. owners don't. Did you don't. watch the finale of that? No. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> one episode left where you find out who kills him. I know. I watched the finale of what we do in the shadows and stuff. That was nice. I enjoyed that. I have not watched that. Should I watch that? I mean, I'm scared to recommend anything ever again to you after my history of failure. Well, it turns out you might have really bad taste. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by Better Off Dead. I no. stand by Younger. I stand no. by Buffy. No. All of those. I guys. stand by Stand By Me. You didn't recommend that. I've seen it long before you were alive. It came out while I was alive. What year? Was I born? 1991. Nick. <laughs> what year do you think the movie came out? 1993. Wrong. When, when was that? I don't know. Don't. So cruel. I just felt pretty confident in saying wrong. 86. Okay. Correct, Julie. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> So all your recommendations are from the aughts. Supernatural. Buffy. Buffy is from the 90s. Even worse. And I did not recommend Supernatural. <laughs> we both like Gummo Girls. We both like Smallville. We have that at least. Emma, Emma's about to kill someone. She has a kerchief <laughs> that she just like pulled out like a She like just doesn't like conflict. <laughs> all right. Well, um, my tweets of the week suck balls. So... <laughs> We're just going to go way? through them really quickly because not in a good way. I literally had no sense of joy. Twitter is a nightmare this week. Nightmare. <laughs> okay. 
thankfully for this podcast where we turn nightmares into joy and Nick's recommendations into trash because that's what they are. If you're on my top 10 tweets of my butt, I'm, gonna I'm not. Fire. All right. The only non Solomon Giorgio tweet of the week is kimchi. <laughs> Everything else is Solomon Giorgio. Yeah. I literally went through everybody I love and it's awful. It's just, it's just not a great week. Politics wise, things are out of control. Kim Chi writes, fans be like when Harry Styles wears a dress. Yes. Femme representation, non-binary, non-binary boots the ground, breaking house down. Truly a celeb we need in this time. (laughs) When a drag queen wears a dress, it's Tudor boot. (laughs) (laughs) It sounded like. There's this one female comedian who was in Hacks, Megan something or other, and during Pride Week, she was acting as if she's like a butterfly, and she's like, hello, queens, please <laughs> sashay down to the butterfly. We've been accepting the LGBTQ community for over four days. Um, <laughs> hey, please eat some of our butter. It goes great with butt stuff. <laughs> So you're saying I gave it a really terrible flat reading? (laughs) I lied. I have a second one. So the House of Gucci. The Gucci family had it all. She wanted more. Watch the new House of Gucci trailer now starring Lady Gaga, Adam Driver, Jared Leto. Only in theaters this Thanksgiving. And David Allen Greer wrote, I'm about to watch the fuck out of this Gucci shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Solomon Giorgio tweet number one. You don't have to be ugly or slutty for Halloween. You can also be an ugly slut. <laughs> you can also be asleep. Ooh. You don't have to do anything. My queerness and blackness are not separate entities. I don't experience the world without one or the other. They work together. Powers combine in harmony to make one mega bitch. <laughs> A sign of maturity is when you start losing some of your imaginary arguments. I just forgave someone that doesn't even know I'm mad at them. <laughs> that is my God, life. I have been there. <laughs> I used to just be like vindictive spite of how I'm going to destroy people. And now it's like, I wonder what their perspective is. Did I change the relationship without them knowing? Is this on me? (laughs) This is apropos to something you were talking about earlier. Y'all are making fun of skinny jeans, but let's see how you feel after wearing baggy pants on a rainy day. Say goodbye to your bottom hem. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, I thought it was bottom comma hem. Like say goodbye to your bottom hem, like Hanny. You're welcome. It doesn't matter. All right, last two. Amazon Studios has a photo up of a movie coming out about Mayor Pete. It says, win or lose, their story changed history. Mayor Pete is coming to Prime Video November 12th. And Solomon wrote, they helped a whole country understand that homosexuality cannot stop white mediocrity. <laughs> and our last one, dreaming about work should be considered overtime. Amen to that. As a person who spent the last several nights serving in restaurants I don't even go to, I I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) But you definitely deserve time and a half for that. Jesus Christ. You try serving in a restaurant where you don't know the menu or the POS system. Sometimes not wearing pants. Well, let's have a moment of praise and thank you to Solomon for saving my week. Thank you, Solomon. Let's get down to the real nitty gritty. Did you watch a summer drag race this weekend? Yeah, sorry, that silence was me contemplating whether or not I should actually try an Italian situation. Uh, but yes, I did. And should then we, we all failed. What was the point? Oh, I don't know. Do you want to start with uh, UK or Canadia? Let's go across the pond first. I'm feeling spicy. Thoughts? What What the fuck was my most thought? More so, details. More I just details. like, ah, I don't know. How are you going to have both two like fan favorites sashay away? I mean, granted, the lip sync was truly trash. Yeah. Trash. Trash. But it is wild. Like, we've never had a double save. And then we ha- now have a double elimination all in one season. What's happening? I'm gooped. I'm gagged. Yeah, maybe things can change. What do you think? <laughs> Thank you for the platitude. <laughs> things are ever changing and ever growing. Things happen in the salon. 
Well, we start out with the reading challenge where Scarlett is fucking pissed out of her mind. Oh my God, she's big mad. Like, and it looks very scary on her. Yeah, but Teresa was really funny. Her whole setup was great. Yeah, no, it was like, unique. This is what Rue wants. She, she, on the days that she doesn't want exactly the same thing that always makes her <laughs> laugh and she wants something new. I think those are Wednesdays, Fridays, and sometimes Sundays. She had the cute shtick of like, I'm going to do reads, but with this fun way of like, oh, just kidding. That's for you. Oh, just kidding. That's for you. Crystal, you're actually perfect. Fuck you. I yeah, did like the LO one. You look like such a beautiful man when you're in drag. <sighs> she does. I mean, I am starting to find Ella stunning in drag. Yeah. Was, I think it was the Nigella Lawson for me. I was just like, oh my gosh. Scandalous. Unseasoned chicken when Vanity called Ella unseasoned chicken. I thought that was funny. <laughs> look how mad Scarlet is. Jeez Louise. Also, River has been getting a little shady. I don't know if this is like her own choice or producers are pushing her in this direction. And she was like, oh, this will guarantee I have more time. And it's like, spoiler alert, it's actually to make everyone feel more justified about you leaving. But she's been super harping on Scarlet and um, yeah, just being kind of spicy. I am sure she is in a deep state of trauma and I'm glad she's well, gone sure. so that she can just go deal with her life. It sucks. Kitty Scott pours. Thankfully I watched this with the um, subtitles on when Captions, I was doing this yeah. because I didn't know what the, I thought she said pause. I was like, okay. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, pours. That's funny. Also, while we're on the subject of Kitty Scott Claus, I don't know that any queen has had such a dramatic transportation transformation <laughs> she she's driving all over the place she's driving wild through my mind she's driving through all the interstates but from like man i don't know kind of annoying to just like i would die for her she is so sweet and so funny and amazing i would die you so scarlet just screams at everybody yeah she's big mad big mad not happy. So then they're getting ready. So Teresa wins totally deservedly. Then they're getting ready for Snatch Game. And Rue's like, oh, are you going to play Bob? I think you should play Carol. You're just like, what is that? Like every single person picked the wrong person? Yeah. And only those who actually took Rue's advice were safe. And those who kept with their initial plans were in the bottom. Because I really thought Teresa was funny. I did too. I mean, she started very strong. And I saw that clip. Um, I thought Crystal was going to be in the bottom because I did not, I didn't super get the character. And I also didn't think, I think she looked like Robin. Like, I'm in the corner watching you kiss her. Um, and then Scarlett just screamed the whole time, which is like a precursor to Canada's Drag Race, where, oh my God, I had to mute it for half of it. I thought Ella was awesome as Nigella Lawson, who I used to love. And maybe just because I knew who that was also. Oh, my God. I, like, was telling Emma about the Mikuruave situation, and then she did the Mikuruave, and I was like, thank God, because there is a clip of her. We'll just pop this into the Mikuruave, and it's like, what are you doing? And she's all about her alliteration and stealing from other people, and she killed it. She nailed it. Um, and then if you watch the Binge Queens episode this week, before we even get to Snatch Game, Laganja is like, she looks just like a Kevin McAllister. And then when they... They do this. She's like, I said it. I knew it. <laughs> and then somebody during the show is like, props to you, mama. And she's like, where's my royalties? Yeah. She, it's like, she's not helping her cause by being just an inherently grating woman. Yeah, That binge queens is tough to watch. I only want to hear. Who else is there? Is that also Sonique? Oh, it's yeah, like Sonique, Sonique. And then it's that gay dude. And yeah. Sonique is on a couch with Laganja. Rock'em Sakura and Heidi in Closet. And then the I do love that pairing. gay comedian. No, they're terrible. And Pandora. The only one's worthwhile. No, Heidi, like, can't... Rock is just annoying. Heidi can't, like, make a full sentence. She's very sweet, but she's kind of, like... Rock is throwing spiky balls, and she's like, but I want to play. Remind you of anyone? <laughs> no, I have never subscribed nor accepted the spiky balls. I did think Scarlett was really funny at Kevin, and I thought he did a good job of pushing it past just the one note. But I really thought Chorizo was super funny. I thought Crystal was terrible. Yeah, Crystal should have been the bottom for sure. I also, like, love Kitty Scott Claus, and I thought she did a passable Gemma, but I don't think it was that amazing just because she basically just said Gemma lines. And at this point, especially in the UK, you know all of these over and over. And if you're a homosexual who has access to YouTube, you also know these lines, and she's just saying them again and again. I can't even remember who won. Who won? It was Nigella Lawson. Yeah. Oh. Nigella Vidae. 
So Kitty's still mm. the only person without a badge. A badge, yeah. She was in the top two, though. And then Amy Childs, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think this was the best Snatch Game ever by any means, um, but I do think everyone did passably okay. Mm-hmm. Like, Rivers, I didn't think was that bad. She just wasn't as good at getting at, like, she wasn't great at the volleying. Like, she had the, this is what I'm going to say in this particular circumstances, or I'm going to shoehorn this bit into a response that makes it happen. But there was some sort of banter with her and Skitty Cat Claws. Skitty. Mm-hmm. Schenectady. Yeah, she, she does not seem on. like a person to me. She does not seem there. I'm glad she's gone. I, like, I feel like this is just too much for her. She should giddy up. Girl, bye. Yeah. So she then, wanted the best of both worlds. She's a big <sighs> Hannah Montana stan. In the let's look in the mirror and tell our terrible tales part, turns out. I'm surprised they didn't start singing that song. I'm now I like the, the mirror, mirror, like the mirror, and the mirror. Yeah, when people don't look in the mirror. Season 11. Yeah. One. Season 12. It's fucking Love terrible. <laughs> I'm so sorry to all of these people who have been raised by just dicks. Yeah. And then I, I did re- <laughs> annoyingly relate to Ella's, where she was just like, I felt like I had to do all these things. Then my parents were amazing about <laughs> it. When everyone else was just like, my parents didn't accept me. They were super cruel. They didn't acknowledge that they had a son because I dressed up in all this. She was like, you know, I just felt this big burden. And my parents were so lovely and so wonderful. Um, Because I've been there, too, where it's like you do feel the societal pressure that you have to, even if you have all the support in the world, to, like, play this particular role. But (laughs) in juxtaposition to everyone else with their, like, very glaring drama to be like, and then my parents, they just, they love me. It's like, all right, Ella, well done. You've got another great thing happening to you. Um, Lulu, holy shit, is she good. Do you guys know who she is? She's so fucking funny. Well, I knew that she sang um, that Bond song. Yeah. No, no. Well, to start with love, yeah. Well, I didn't know that until they were like from crayons to perfume. And I was like, oh my God, she sings that? Wow. But I loved when she had that canned um, response and then she was like, or I could just give him a blowjob, which completely took both Rue and me out. I was like, you're a dream. And Michelle and Graham, they all like turned to the side like, oh my God. (laughs) Did you guys ever see to start with love? No, I didn't realize it was a movie. It's a beautiful movie with Sidney Poitier as the teacher. And they treat him terribly, of course. And, of course, he changes all their lives. But, oh, my God. It's like Dead Poet Society 40 years before. I don't know, 50 years before. It's so good. And Lulu's in it. She does sing the theme song. But she's also one of the kids in the school. Yeah, so I was talking to my dad about it because I figured he would know. We were also listening to, um, there was some Bond songs on the radio. And I was like, Lulu was just on um, Drag Race. And she sang like The Man with the Golden Gun. That's super phallic heavy, considered like the worst Bond song of all time. I like it. Um, and he was talking about that. And I was like, yeah, she was. it was like pretty much just central casting for white British people. And then you had Lulu who actually did well and sang the song well. And I was like, I bet. And then like Sidney Poitier, they were like, he deserved better. He's great in that movie. That's a really good movie. I'm going to write it down so I don't forget to watch it again because I'm all crazy. <laughs> Back to Drag Race. So the category so is got, fruity. Yeah, like feeling fruity or something. I thought Teresa looked great. I don't think she looked as spectacular as she thought she did, but she still looked amazing. And that fruit headdress was delightful. And the little tendril coming down and it was all peaches, you know, a little uh, suggestive. Yeah. I say no reason for her to be in the bottom. No. I th- uh, no, I thought she was good in the snatch game. Um, I do kind of see what they meant about she started super strong and went down from there, but she still started strong. Crystal never got there. And her ensemble is amazing. So do we think that Crystal took this dress and made a pattern out of it and made the other thing out of this pattern? Either that or she was directly inspired by the shape of this, yeah. She said she didn't know how to sew. Well, Veronica helped her. I, I am guessing she cut a pattern out of this. Maybe. Because it is like the same thing. And she didn't try to fight it at all. She was like, <laughs> they were right. No, and it also looks just like very much Gigi Good Aquaria slash skinny white queens of the past rolled into one. Scarlett's wearing a big green dress. Not sure why it's lime or if it matters. I mean, I don't know. I'm also not sure. This is sort of like who had their verse first. Was it just like, what's her name? And then Priyanka was inspired to be like, what's my name, name? Or was it the reverse? Because Graham said, is lettuce a fruit? Then Lulu said something about lettuce later. And they're like, oh, my God. And you could see Graham like, I said it first. (laughs) I'm the one. Uh, She looks like a goddamn mess, though. 
not as bad as River Medway. She's like, I made this yeah. myself. You're like, no fucking shit. <laughs> That's very cool. I thought maybe a child made it. This is <laughs> awful. I mean, okay, so I like the wig and I like the earrings and I like the concept, at least the top bit. Um, but it should, I mean, these queens do not have a lot of money. They don't have a lot of budget. They don't get any money back. It's not like they get the opportunity to star in a show. What does that pay? Anything? So there's not a big financial incentive to like put a lot into this and get loans and everything, nor should you. Um, but a different color for the base might have been helpful or to put some fruits on the base. I have nothing to say. It's terrible. Uh, L of a day is watermelon. She looks great. Yeah, she really does. It's nice. It's cute. It's the perfect type of camp that they like, which is not actually camp, but glamour with sort of like a camp-esque theme. It's Nick, like when you drink La Croix and they just shout a flavor at you from beyond the room and they're like, it tastes like TV static, but fine. Vanity comes out in a bowl of fruit on her head and a giant neck. I don't know what's happening. I just don't think she has very good taste. I do like the uh, braids into the bowl of fruit. I thought that was cute and unique. Mm -hmm. I didn't even think just they looked like braids. It just doesn't flush with the rest of her hair. Like if she had braids coming down, yes, that would then have been I so may have cooler. thought of that, but I didn't. That's how you make but a basket. Like, That's how you make a basket. Yeah, she made a basket out of braids and then put that basket on top of a pixie wig. Her makeup looks nice, though. I think she only brought one eyeshadow color and only one lip color. She's worn that orange every time. First of all, after Brexit, everyone is suffering. <laughs> So Teresa and River are in the bottom. Disagree. It should have been Crystal and River. Yes. And then Crystal, and Crystal would, have would have killed destroyed her. her. <laughs> <Yes>. Destroyed her. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the lip sync was <laughs> just, I don't know, as soon as Teresa like switched the wig in the middle of it, or like at the very beginning, I was like, oh no, now Divine's on stage and we don't like it. <laughs> Um, and then we're singing Shout, and it's just, it was messy. It was messy. <laughs> Look at, you can see River's leg up in the air. In the right <laughs> they just, neither Let's one just of them had any life energy. You're just like, Teresa is so full of life, and I thought she was so concerned about her hair. Uh-huh. Well, because it kept sliding off from the beginning. Yeah. Which that was better. tricky. Yeah. <laughs> so I put that down in our scoring as losing her hair her wig. I don't know what you Is that negative? About. Well, you get negative points, and two of us picked Teresa. Was I one of them? I will not tell you. Then I stand by it, because I don't think I was. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, River did sort of the cartwheel. I mean, it shows the difference in the different nationalities of drag in that <laughs> Drag Race Holland, Mama Queen, did worse than both of these people, and that was a double Shantae. And now we've got these people. At least River tried something. <laughs> little leg. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> Crystal just being like, oh, oh. I expected so much more from Theresa May. Seriously. I expected yeah. her to be funny. And so it's a fun you, song. What, yeah, what do you think is going to happen? Is there going to be another double They're all going to die. Shantae? <laughs> <laughs> I know. After after Victoria Scone left, it was, it was over, honestly, for predictability. And what's a Miss Fugly beauty pageant? Like, you have to look pretty and ugly. Although, the most funny part of this episode came at the very end when Charity charity Shop Sue shows up and then they cut to Crystal who played her and it's like, triggered! <laughs> <laughs> Crystal is growing on me. It's like, she got all of her bitchiness out of the way and then realized that she can just like do what she does and be fine. And now she's just sort of taken a back seat a bit when it comes to like, I need to show everyone that I'm like hot and I'm fish and I'm this fucking bitch. And now she's just like, yeah, no, they were right. I did poorly, but you know, I've got two badges and I'm still very pretty as a girl. So her one makeup thing is gorgeous, but I too, I'm like, okay, we, it's the same every week. It's the same like highlighter. It's the same. Everything. Yeah, but God forbid you go too different every week, like charity case, and then they'll call you a fucking insane case and send you home. Like, what? <laughs> What's happening? What's happening? What has happened there? It was still a mostly entertaining episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. Uh, unlike Canada, but we'll get there in a second. Oof, Canada was fucking rough. Oh, so much no, screaming. Ella was the winner? Shit. <laughs> I'll still be in last place. You still I'll will still be, be I think. Last place. 
All right. So <laughs> Nick voted for Emma, or excuse me, Kitty, who got five points. <laughs> Ella gets 15. Crystal gets five for a grand total of 25 points. I, I voted for Kitty, right. five points. Crystal, five points. Chorizo, negative five. So I have five points. Emma, Kitty, five points. Chorizo, negative five. Crystal, plus five. You're also at five points. <laughs> Our winner this Still week is Nick. Hey. I'm so annoyed that it happened with Ella. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> Why? Because I don't super love her. She's growing on me. All right. So overall scores in last place with 130 points is Nick. <laughs> in second to last place with 137 points is me. And in first place with 145 is Emma. This is a nail biter. Wow. Two episodes left? I don't know. Two or three. So next week we've got a ball challenge. Three looks. And they're racing against the clock. So... I don't know if they have to make all of them. So it's really who isn't going to make it. We've got Ella, Kitty, Crystal, Scarlet, and Vanity. Yeah, but the annoying thing about this is that you are sometimes better served to pick who's going to be in the bottom and win the lip sync because you get more points than if they just, like, last. Oh, yeah. Start using, like, word problem math. Do what you need to do. <laughs> I will do what I need to do. I'm picking Kitty because she needs her goddamn badge. I'm picking Crystal, and I'm picking Ella. I think Vanity's going home. Other people? I'm going to pick Ella, Kitty, and Scarlet. Nicholas? I'm going to pick Kitty. I'll pick Ella. And I'll pick Crystal. That's who I picked! <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, like, we've got the same amount of points. I'm only, I'm within touching distance of you. So Don't you touch me! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did you people watch Canada? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I like that Jimbo was there. Um, Jimbo was, I have not, have you watched his peas thing? No. Oh, it was cute to see him at the end uh, of the acting challenge. It was just very bad. Adriana had a good week. I was happy for her. Well, it's because she revealed her dad catfished her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That was the Bob Saget sad of the week. Like, my dad was really distant. My dad, I never felt like he loved me. My dad fucking catfished me. <laughs> so that my boyfriend would break up with me. You're like, oh, okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, no. And so then did you see the preview for Drag Race Italia? I was like, oh, oh, I may have, I may have finally reached the saturation point where I'm like, <laughs> I just. It's too much. But I feel like we were in love with UK when it started and Canada. So it's, I feel like it's not us. I feel like they're doing it wrong. <laughs> well, I still like UK. I think the worst season of UK is still better than most seasons. There have been three. And maybe they could be on a different day. I feel like they're both just like slammed right at you, and you're like, well, maybe if one was on Monday and one was on Thursday. I mean, I guess I could wait. Not likely. Yeah, but hard. I know, right? So then they do the lip sync, right? And they do it in front of the girl whose song it is. And Fifi they, Dobson. Yeah. They do a fine She's job. She's a dream. Is she? It's fine. It's not great. It's fine. And then she bursts into tears afterward and is like, it's so hard to get up and perform in front of people. I'm like, which means you did a bad job. You can make her cry. (laughs) Well, Stephanie ultimately ends up sashaying away. She looked terrified. She looked scared as hell. I was scared for her. Not a fan. Who else was on the bottom with her? I forget. Cynthia Kiss. Oh, that's right. And like a green outfit, like singing the ghost song. Yeah. Who won? Oh, that was right. Adriana. Yikes. This was a forgettable episode. I literally <laughs> just said that. <laughs> I know. I said to myself before we watched this, like, who won? Then I read the recap of it, and then I was like, I, I don't remember any of that. I remember them yelling at Kendall because she couldn't get the lines right. And I was like, why wasn't she in the bottom? That's what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Cynthia should have been in the top last week. She sang her brains out. And then, this, like, it just make it all make sense. They're Brooklyn. trying to find the lowest hanging fruit of the threesome. Um, because they need to create conflict with Kendall and Gia and Cynthia. So they put Kendall in the bottom. Or has she been in the bottom? She should be. And then Cynthia's in the bottom. Gia's been in the bottom. That's right. Yeah, Gia is real high on the annoying meter for me right now. Oh, my God. They were like, you're in the, you're in the top queens this week. And she was just like, this is a testament to everything I've been through, all that I've gone through. 
I love that they added in the time lapses there. I mean, I'm sure she spoke for a long time, but they made it sound seem like she went on ever. <laughs> and who is the terrible judge from Handmaid's Tale who can't even say and don't fuck it up right? That wasn't from Handmaid's Tale. Oh. That was Nicole Melichar last week. This oh. week was a Handmaid's Tale one. No, this week she said, and don't oh, did she? fuck it up. Oh, they're both bad. Stacy, come back. <laughs> Stacy, come back. She's got to be over the COVID by now. I hope so. You think, right? Well, I will continue to watch, but it is a little bit of a wah-wah. And I'm not that excited about Italia, but I did like Spain, so... I just like I need Eve six thousand to leave. I think will help Who? me out a lot. Eve six thousand. Oh my god, she needs to go. Remember when she was like, "I'm just not, I'm usually a really reserved person." It's like, bitch, where? And then she was like, "I slayed this acting challenge." I'm like, I didn't think you were funny. I am pining for Pythia though. Pythia is the only one I care about in this whole situation. And I too, when she was safe, I was gooped. Yeah, and in my head, I still call her Pythia. I can't stop. I think, like, the traditional Greek is Pythia, I think. I don't know. <laughs> it's so yeah. fun. I'm so glad it's on. I still look forward to it every week. I'm like, yay. Good times. Well, I look forward to it being better. Are we gaming it this week, or are we not gaming it this week? Since Nick's off doing whatever he's doing with his mustache. <laughs> um, this is a game inspired... By Julie and Twitter, because nice. we kind of played it once before, the explain a movie badly. So I'm going nice. to give you the bad movie explanations. You're going to have to guess what the movie oh. is. <laughs> cool. What's our sound? I don't know. What's your sound, Nick? Ah. <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> All right, you guys ready? Yeah. A husband and wife do pot together, and then the husband dies. Good <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Do pot is a creative way of describing what they do. More hints. The do pot is make a pot. They're doing pottery. Ghost. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. A man who is lying about his age abducts three children. Brought to you by Disney. I know. Is it the Santa Claus? Is it? Uh... Mm -hmm. The dog nanny does their best to help. Peter Pan. Oh, Beethoven. Yes. <laughs> no. Damn it. Ah. Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dog, Beethoven. <laughs> All right. A cop uses public transportation to catch a criminal. Speed. Good job, Joe. Keanu Reeves the buzz cut. That <laughs> Speed. is Keanu Reeves I live for. <laughs> Three to zero. Bite it. <laughs> Keanu. <laughs> Escaped convicts form a boy band. Oh, uh, I forgot. Oh, brother, where art thou? Yes. <laughs> hey, oh, watch it flow. It's time for the Nick Cutter Show. Holla, Nick Cutter Show. Stop what you're doing. It's a Nick Cutter Show. I got one point, you bitch. You just did a John Ralphio where, like, it totally rhymed and you could have finished and you just kept going. <laughs> like, it rhymed at the end of Nick Cutter's show and then you just kept John Ralphio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a lonely man dates Siri. Blake, oh, her, 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 her. <laughs> it's her. What did you say, Julie? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Not a terrible <laughs> guess. Not a terrible guess. Lonely guy dates an inanimate object. <laughs> All right. A mobile restaurateur feeds his son a troubling amount of pork. This is a more recent film. Mobile restaurateur. Chef. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that was a show. I've never heard of that movie. <laughs> All right. Woman abandons standards to win back a horny teenager with greasy hair. Blah, guy. Never been kissed. No. Weird science. Um, what? With greasy hair. I love when people do stuff like that. A bird in space. <laughs> <laughs> she abandoned. Oh, Blah, 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 Grease. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what was Here, the clue? <laughs> woman abandons standards to win back horny teenager with greasy hair. All right. Emo chick ponders whether to shag a corpse or a dog over several years. Blubber Yes, Nick? No. 
She has to decide between a corpse or a dog. Oh, uh, Hocus Pocus. Nope. Does he get the points taken away for all these bags? (laughs) (laughs) Film franchise recently discussed on Queens You Like to Watch. Twilight. Twilight. No, I said no. I said the sound. (laughs) (laughs) There are just no rules. (laughs) Nope. All right, one attractive person falls for another attractive person, and a third attractive person falls for Jack Black. Oh, oh. Julie Holiday. <laughs> I believe that's exactly how I described that movie when we talked about it. <laughs> Did you say your fucking name? <laughs> yeah. Julie's on holiday. Say my name. When no one is around you. I, you. I don't remember the score. I hope you guys do. <laughs> I'm it's winning. Six to six. No, it is not. <laughs> I think it is. We can count up points. All right, we'll do two more. Maybe three. All right. I need three. Uh, gay couple returns stolen jewelry to owner. Birdcage, in and out. Um, gay movies. Returns. It's not a gay movie. Ocean's That's Eleven. The joke. Oh, is their last name gay? No, they're just like. <laughs> they're just men. two little men. Who travel together. Barrys. Return jewelry. It's all about the jewelry. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Chu Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie. Julie. It's not a gay movie. Those are gay movies. Those Those are 100% homosexual movies. You know, if you want to put people in a box, that's your problem. (laughs) Box seven. Seven. What's in the box? What's in the box? (laughs) It was Lord of the Rings. Good job. (laughs) <laughs> for the gay people in Lord of the Rings. They're Frodo not actually gay. Sam. It's just like Frodo and Sam have a very close relationship. <laughs> All right. Serial killer seeks vengeance for puppy. Oh, John Wick. Yes. No, damn it. <laughs> uh, I was like, I don't get this one, but Julie, wait. <laughs> okay, we'll do one more. <laughs> a dad has to go pick up his daughter. Movies described badly. Uncle Bob. Armageddon. <laughs> that was good, though. <laughs> he has to pick her up because she's been... Taken! <laughs> I will find you. And I will. <laughs> I need to work on my Liam Neeson. What's the line? Taken? I have a particular set of skills. No. I will use them to find you. He doesn't speak in a whisper tone. What? Well, he speaks in a, a little yes, Irish dream. Particularly set of skills. Hold on. Head, move. He'll be crying himself to sleep tonight on a huge pillar. I have a certain set of skills. <laughs> How does Liam Neeson get to be attractive? Because he is, but he shouldn't be. He looks like he's been hit in the head with hit in the head with a shovel, right? Yeah, but that's part of the charm. You're like, all right, you're not afraid to get beat up. You're not pretty boys not afraid to roll up his sleeves. <laughs> He'll jump right in the fray no matter how many times you get taken. <laughs> I know. What the fuck? Does his daughter get taken in all the Taken movies? Or, like, is he going to save other people? I think maybe other people get taken. But I feel like his daughter has to get taken at least twice. Why'd they have to kill John Wick's dog? I don't know. I'm also... I fully understand John Wick now that I know it's about a puppy. <laughs> no. They're so cute. Okay. Coming up on Netflix... We've got the next season of Blown Away, which was the glass blowing show that I think you guys never watched. That is amazing. <laughs> I literally wept. There was a piece of art on the TV that made me cry. Please watch it. <laughs> okay. Okay. I remember comparing you to. Uh... Yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen in season two. <laughs> also coming up, season two of Tiger King, which I know you will watch oh, because no. we are trash. <laughs> Season four of Selling Sunset. Ridiculously thin women in overpriced high heel shoes not really selling. Oh, I'm there and I'm there. Netflix, you're speaking right to my garbage soul. I very much appreciate it. Oh, there's a terrible new Lin-Manuel Miranda thing coming out. Tick, tick, boom. I will not be watching that. If you're not watching the challenge, you should be. It's so good. Survivor this year, also very interesting. It's really changed. If you watched it back in the old days when people would like lie and sneak, like now they don't do that anymore. And like if you announce stuff, people are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? He's like, you guys, 
they're over there looking for idols and they're like, you're a snitch. You're like, wait, what? Wait, what? And this other guy's like, I totally believe in you. I'm only going to tell you I have all these special powers. And they're like, let's get rid of him. He's got all those special powers. You're like, wait, what? You're, oh, what? Not creating alliances. What's, I don't understand. And they provided them with no rice this year. So there are people who are now 18 days into it having had zero food. So they are like, it's great. Evie lost a shit ton of weight. All right. So this is the time when we get our pencils. If we're at home or you can write it in your phone. If you can't remember, Oh my God. Did I tell you I'm listening to nine Theranos podcasts and it's amazing. They only have two alternates left. We're in trouble. We're not going to make it through this trial. Just so you know, it's just not going to happen. Dropping like flies. Oh, did you hear? So the one, so the first juror asked to leave because she just would feel too guilty. And she knows she couldn't vote no because she would feel responsible. And she's an active Buddhist and she just couldn't do it. And then another person had like family hardship. Like they needed her to work because no one else was making money. So they let her go. This last one, <laughs> she's been doing Sudoku the whole time. So they give you like a book to take notes in. She put her Sudoku book in it. She's like, it doesn't affect my ability to listen, which I kind of agree with. I play games on my phone while watching TV all the time. But they're like, kabam, you're out. So now they only have two alternate jurors left and they have months of trial left to go. So we're headed towards a mistrial here, people. Headed towards a mistrial. All three of my podcasts say so. It's exhausting. All right. I'm still watching Home Sweet Home. I am still watching Project Runway, Survivor, The Challenge. Oh, but the free guy was the hit of the week for me. The Ryan Reynolds movie that you'd have to purchase on Amazon or wherever you purchase your movies from. (laughs) Super fun, really light. Like if you like Marvel movies-ish, but not really, if you like gaming, if you just like something that's funny with nice people like Steve from Stranger Things and Ryan Reynolds and Channing Tatum and Jodie Comer, (laughs) Taika Waititi, oh, it's so good. I do love Jodie Comer's in something that's good because she's so amazing as Villanelle. And then she was in that super shit Matt Damon movie. Which one was that? It was super shit. <laughs> it's about kings and shit. I don't know. And then there's like a new Matt Damon, Ben Affleck movie that they wrote half of and Nicole Holstinger wrote the other half. It's called The Last Duel. I need someone to tell me if it's any good. Someone that I trust. Please call me at 859 803 Nick, do you have anything you want to recommend? So, I think Drag Race UK and Drag Race Canada are still super worth it. I will be watching, what was it, Big Daddy? I Need a Big Daddy with Ryan Reynolds. Free Guy? Free Guy, yeah. Um, I will be watching that. Um, oh my God, it's so good. And then the rest is a surprise. We'll see. <laughs> Who knows? It depends. Will I be awake for eight consecutive hours when I'm not at work? I don't know. Well, Free Guy is only like two hours. And you're like, at one point I was like, oh God, how long is this movie going to be? And then it picks right up and you're like, whoo, ha, 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 <laughs> It was a roller coaster. It was so fun. I mean, also, I guess my life is pretty sad, but it was really fun. No. Yes. So we hope that you enjoy uh, listening to us. I doubt as much as Free Guy because they're so cute and so funny. Um, oh, I do have something. <laughs> This is the episode that never ends. It just goes on and on, my friends. What you got? (laughs) No, I'll talk about it next week. What? Okay. No, because it's like, yeah. What is it? Okay, so it's called um, Someone Has to Die. And it's a emotionally gut-wrenching three-part miniseries on Netflix about homosexuality in the conservative 1950s in Spain. It has all of our favorite homosexual Espanol players, including Cecilia Suarez, who is in um, The House of Flowers, and Carlos Cuevas, who is in Merle, also Spanish, also gay. Did I fall into some other podcast I've never listened to before? Because I don't know what's happening. (laughs) Okay. It's also got Esther Exposita from Elite, also Spanish, also gay, also on Netflix. And it is super well done, very beautiful, will destroy you. Why don't you watch it? So you did watch it? I did watch it, yeah. Sounds really sad. I'll try and sandwich it between the challenge and Survivor. It was super. The cinematography is absolutely beautiful. The director apparently um, was an architect beforehand 
uh, before entering Hollywood or the Spanish equivalent, just movies. Um, and so, so the scenery and some of the cinematography and the angles that he gets are just like masterful, but it will absolutely destroy your mind. I'm sorry, has my 30 seconds of continued <laughs> speaking without interruption bored you? In a word, yes. <laughs> The pictures are real pretty. The pictures are pretty, and also the sets are pretty, and the costumes are pretty, and it's sad, and it's gay, and it's sad. Yeah, I enjoy fun, light. (laughs) This was gutting, emotionally depressing, like I'm an apple that's been cored and replaced with goo. Well, we hope you have a great week. Thanks so much for listening. Please check out uh, our Emma's always putting up cool stuff, and Nick on our takespod.com on Instagram. Uh, we also have another podcast called Blurg about 30 Rock. Hilarious show. Um, so hope you have a couple good laughs and a happy week. And take care of yourselves and each other, just like Jerry Springer said. Bye, guys. Sorry. Bye. Takes All Over the Place is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> We love you, Frank.